Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. What's up, 9am crew? It's good to be here with you. Um, I want to start off by saying we love this church. And by we, I mean my beautiful wife, Courtney, our 14-year-old Olivia, our 12-year-old Ryan, and our 10-year-old Brooke. <laughs> and uh, we also have another bunch of Nelsons over at San Marcos that are here today. So watch out. There's lots of Nelsons at Awaken. But if you want to... If you want a good church, you need great leaders. And we have the best in Pastor Samuel and Katie. You guys uh, build big people. You empower people. And Pastor Samuel, you speak courage and strength into men. So I'm grateful for you. So when Pastor Samuel asked me to, uh, to share on Connect Sunday, I said, God, help me. Um, and then I said, God, what is it you have for me uh, to help your people connect into community. And I just felt him say, tell them how good it is. Tell them how good it is to belong to the Bressy family. Um, and so my, the title for my message this morning is Get Around the Fire. Get Around the Fire. We are going into fire nights, and fire nights are going to be epic. But what good would it be if uh, we went through that fire nights, got fired up, and then a week later or a month later, we were back to where we were before. So it's that old analogy of the coals that are on fire, but if you remove a coal, put it to the side, it gets cold and it goes out real quick. But the coals that are kept together burn hotter for longer. So that, that fire burns. So what we want is fire with longevity. So I began to think about this last season in Connect, which has been amazing, but I took stock of my last year, 2023, and I realized in the natural, it was actually a really tough year. It was, it was challenging. In the spring, we heard um, a report that my dad got diagnosed with a um, rare heart condition, no history of heart, of heart problems in our family, and he's 72 years old. He'd been healthy his whole life. And so we, we, got, we got that word. Of course, it's not heaven's diagnosis. So we're contending and we're praying for complete healing over him. And I'm, we're seeing that happen already. The second thing I saw was my company had a big loss last year. We've been, my brother and I invest and develop uh, commercial real estate. We've been engaged in a two-year long project. We had a, a tenant for 75% of it. That tenant went away because we missed, missed a deadline, and that hit us, left us high and dry. So financially, it was tough, and I believe God's going to restore that multiple. He's going to come back to us, so we're trusting there. And then we lost a dear friend out of our connect group. Jason Fitzgerald Smith was a man of valor. One day, I was giving him the hu a hug. The next day, he was gone. It was sudden. It was unexpected cardiac arrest. He left his beautiful wife, Lauren, and children behind. So I started to think about the year and the natural, and I'm like, man, it didn't feel like that. Um, and I know many of you have been facing trials of, 
of many kinds, and you are right now. But as I looked at my house, I was like, it's still standing, but it's not just still standing, it's flourishing. And why is that? It's because I'm planted in the Lord and I'm planted in his house. So I, I see it like a cross. It's like the vertical beam is first and foremost my connection to him. So in the Bible reading plan every day, pressing in, praying, encountering his spirit, praying in the spirit, getting to know God and getting to know who I am in him. Then the horizontal beam is my connection to relationship. And I thought about at any given time, I've got a man to my left and to my right. I've got a Pastor Jesse Sullivan to my left, a Paul Smith to my right. I've, I've got an Eric Heffer to my left, a Carl LaBelle to my right. I've got a Donnie Armstrong or a Marshall Booth or a Jesse Norman. So I realized, wow, I have like the most incredible friends that I've ever had. And, you know, this, what our circumstances of 2023 didn't define me. I'm defined by the victory of the cross. My position is in heaven, which determines my disposition on the earth. So I didn't lose my witness. I didn't lose my joy. I didn't lose my peace. I was able to share the gospel. I was able to pray for the sick. I was able to see the power of God move for my, through my life and through the lives of others. My marriage was the best it's ever been. My kids were growing and flourishing in this house. So that's what happens when you're planted in community. So I want to take you guys uh, to John 29. Uh, we're going to read out of verse 9. But I want to give you a quick overview of what's happening there. So John uh, 21, Jesus has been raised from the dead. And he's appeared to his disciples twice already. He's going to show up a third time. But the disciples are still discouraged. They're still in trauma over the loss. They still miss their Lord uh, and their friend. And the guy who's in the worst shape is Peter because he failed Jesus. He denied Jesus three times. So Peter's like, I'm going back to the old. I'm going to go fishing. And there were six others there, and they said, we're coming too. So there's seven of them in the boat, and they're fishing the whole night through only to catch nothing. And then Jesus shows up on the beach, and he calls out to them and says, hey, friends, have, have you caught anything? And they don't recognize Jesus, but they shout back and say, no, we haven't. So he says, take the nets to the right side, and then you'll get some. So they throw them o the, the net over, and immediately there's a surge, and John, it's deja vu for John. So John says to Peter, it's the Lord. And Peter immediately, so excited, jumps out of the boat, begins to swim to shore. So I want to pick up there in verse 9, where it says, When they landed, they saw a fire burning, a fire burning of coals with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you have just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153. But, but even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread, and gave it to them, and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised 
from the dead. So I want to pick out a few things that I love about um, our Connect group. And you're going to see that there's like a Connect group forming here that's led by Jesus. And the first thing is Jesus built a fire for his disciples. So picture the men coming out of the cold. They're coming out of a whole night of fishing, and there's a fire burning. I want to tell you, your Awakened Connect Group leaders are going to build a fire for you in their homes. And that fire is the presence of God. We are fresh, we are real, we are powerful. And so your leaders are going to invite you. You might have had a week or a night where you fished and you were out there in the cold and you got nothing. But when you come around the fire, picture the seven and one pressing in around the fire and just being warmed up. That flicker of faith in you is going to be warmed up. It's going to be fanned so that we can, we can burn again and go from that setting. Uh, the next thing I see is the food. I mean, we love the food at our Connect Group. So I don't know about you, but I prefer the feasting over fasting. I know fasting is necessary, and I did it. But the feasting that happens at our Connect, we have a big spread. I'm like, where was all this food when I was 20 and scratching for my next meal? Because the family group, it just, they lay it out there. Um, Heidi Armstrong sets the theme, and then we just have a big spread. And Jesus just knew the value of these moments. No one loves food better than Pastor Samuel. So he's always telling us, get around the mealtime. But it's those times that we can be human, we can be authentic, we can get to know each other in a natural setting and just enjoy food. And Jesus says, hey, bring the fish that you just caught, put it on the fire as well. And so disciples are feasting together. The next thing that I see here is the, is the friendship. It's the fun. It's, it's the fellowship around the fire with Jesus. And in our Connect group, we like to start um, sharing God stories because it just elevates our faith. We remind each other of what God has done since the last time we met. And I like to think that uh, God's stories are God's resume. So if I hear he's done something great in Greg's life, I'm like, okay, God, do it again for me. And that's how we get stirred up. So I... Uh, was thinking about the disciples with Jesus and how they would have been reminiscing and being like, Jesus, remember when? Yeah. Remember when you took the bread and the fish and you multiplied it yeah. to feed the thousands and afterwards 12 baskets we gathered up. Remember when you raised Lazarus from the dead after four days? Yeah. He was smelly when we unwrapped him, but he was smiling. Yeah. And that, guy, that dude's the same guy he was before even after he got raised from the dead. And he's still here with us. It's so cool. When you raise Jairus' daughter from the dead, what about the man with a shriveled hand in the synagogue? We watched that. You remember the faces of the Pharisees. They, they haven't seen anything that amazing happen ever since you did that. And I could just picture Jesus being like, now it's your turn, brothers. Now it's your turn. Go, go and give them heaven. Go out and do as I've done. Yeah. So the last thing that happens in the next chapter is uh, Peter. So I mentioned Peter being the one struggling the most. And I never saw this before just in the context of family, but picturing the eight around the fire and Peter still carrying the shame. And so you guys know this is the moment where, where Jesus reinstates Peter. And I love how Jesus set this up for Peter because you'll remember when he called Peter away from his occupation, there was a miraculous catch. And then, then Jesus revealed himself and said, 
um, follow me, and Peter gave up what he was doing to follow Jesus, then he denied Jesus three times around the fire. So you can see how Jesus is setting this up again. He's pulled him in around the fire. He's, there's food, there's friendship, there's fellowship. And now for Peter is the restoration. And he says, Peter, if you love me, then do as I've done for you. Go and feed my sheep. Go take care of my lambs. Follow me again. And so Peter is lifted and he's released. So I don't know where you are uh, this morning. I'm sure you haven't denied Jesus three times like Peter did, but maybe you've just simply dismissed the value of belonging to Connect Group. You may, you may have even, even said no three times to, to joining a Connect Group. But this morning, <laughs> I, I, I believe there's, there's room around the fire for you. And it might be uncomfortable the first time, but when you press through, when you make this a part of your lifestyle, uh, allowing yourself to be known, you will find in this church, you will be loved, and then you will find there's a place for you. You are needed and wanted in community. So I would like to quickly pray. If you just feel like you're on the outskirts um, this morning, I want to pray specifically for you. And let's just pray together. Lord, I just thank you that you model families so well, even with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And Jesus, you were always pulling people in to be a part of what you were doing so that you could invest in them, you could build them, you could raise them, you could release them. And I thank you it's the same today. You are still building your church. You are still building us up. You are still uh, building your kingdom. And so I just pray that those that are looking in, maybe it's from a distance, that this morning would be a time that they would say, I'm going to press in. I'm going to belong I'm going to visit a connect group. I'm going to find my place alongside around the fire in Jesus' name. Amen. So it's uh, my privilege to welcome up my friend, Angela. And we've had the privilege of leading Connect Group with uh, the Normans and DNA. So we have been walking shoulder to shoulder. So looking forward to what you have for us. Thank you so much. Thank you. So awesome. It's really cool to be able to come behind Mark, just like he said. Like, we've been leading Connect Group. We've been leading DNA. You guys can take a seat. Um, we've been leading Connect Group, DNA, all of it. And so really, I think our stories very much collide, and it's very much a picture of what goes on here at Awaken. And so thank you. Um, love you, Mark and Courtney. You guys are truly some of our bestest friends, to be honest. And it's been great to be on this journey. But again, I have to obviously take a moment to honor Pastor Jurgen and Leanne, some of the best people you will ever meet, probably the best people that you'll ever meet. And though you may not get to meet them in person, because the church is so big, but what you see on the screen, what you see on the videos when you watch them, that's the real deal. And Pastor Katie and Samuel are a beautiful reflection of that. Um, they ride the wave with you. They go through the journey. They, they are with you to the end, no matter what. And so... Um, Love you guys so much. And then I want to honor Christy and Eric, our Connect directors, because they are honestly the reason why we are here today and why I'm even on stage today is because our journey, they have directly impacted our journey. And so um, I want to open up with a scripture this morning in 1 Peter 4, um, verse 8 through 10. And it says, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling without grumbling, uh, 
And then each of you should use whatever gifts you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. So love each other dearly, but use that to serve others. And I also want to share a quick core value from Awakened Church. Some of you have probably heard of it. You're probably going to continue to hear it because it's very much a part of who Awaken is. And if you've been through DNA, it's the known, loved, wanted, and needed. A lot of us have that backwards. A lot of us have the needed first. We don't have the loved or the known first. But I want to take you on a journey because that was me. I was on a journey where I was needed first instead of known. And so I'm going to take you through a very, really long picture, but a very beautiful picture of what God's done. And so I just want to pray for you this morning. God, I thank you for every person in this room. Lord, I thank you that you have a fresh word. You've already given such a fresh word, but God, you're continuing to speak to it. And I just pray for people's hearts to be open. I pray that they're ready to receive from you, that they would be open and not closed off to the things that you have for them. We welcome you here in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, have you guys ever had those moments in your life where you're like, what was I thinking? You've made those decisions, whether comical or not so comical. We've had those moments. That was me when I went skydiving, probably, what, 12 years ago? Yeah, I went skydiving. I know. And I'm so afraid of of, of heights, it's not even funny. But if you were on this plane, you would want to get off of it, too. Because literally at the bottom of the plane, there's like a big hole. And I was literally like just staring like, I cannot believe I'm doing this. What am I doing? I can't believe it. But I did it. And I'll be honest, I would do it again. So like looking back, I'd say, what was I thinking? But I I would truly do it again. I had so much fun with it. Um, And there's videos to prove it. But also, (laughs) um, but to be honest, I was actually in that same mindset when it came to going to a connect group. So I remember pulling up to Connect Group Sunday, or Connect Group, my very first one, and I remember looking at Jesse, and I was like, what are we thinking? Like, seriously, what are we thinking? We, this is just awkward, and it's weird, and we don't know anybody. Well, that's the whole point, right? But at the same time, I'm like, what am I thinking? And I just want to give you some context to our journey. So Jesse and I were pastors before we came here. We had known Pastor Jurgen and Leanne for quite a while. They were some of our mentors from a distance. But we had planted a church in 2017, and just, it was, it was thriving, to be honest. It was, it was going well. It was great. We were loving it. We got to do life with a lot of people. But then, you know, as time goes on, 2020 hit. I think that's the bane of all of our existence, right? It's that year that things just got really hard. And our church actually did really well. So as our church was doing this, we were doing this. Very quickly, very rapidly, to a point where we felt like, what are we doing? And things are going to crash and burn. And so we had obviously stepped away. We, got, we, we were like, if we could go anywhere, where would we go? Well, we would go to Pastor Jurgen and Leanne. We would go where we can go to get healthy because we knew we needed to be healthy. And so as we did, we got here and we chose to plant ourselves on this journey. And, and so when we got, into, got involved into a connect, I'll be honest, that was the last thing that I wanted to get connected in. That's the last thing I wanted to do. Because when we left the church, naturally things hurt. It didn't just hurt us, but it hurt other people. And people were devastated. And the people that we thought were closest to us, actually we realized that they weren't willing to wide the rave with us. They weren't willing us to recognize that we were hurting too and that we needed to get healthy and that we were broken. And so a lot of those people we are not even friends with to this day. So you can imagine my hesitancy and getting plugged in and getting connected with people because I just didn't want to because they're not going to ride the wave with me. They're not going to go through the valleys and the mountaintops. Like, why would they? So that was the last thing I wanted to do. But you know the goodness of God? He never allows you to sit in your brokenness. He's not going to allow you to sit and stay there because God cares about every single one of you. He wants to do something. And so I want to show you the journey because I had dinner with Pastor Katie. Gosh, it was like two years ago. 
And she had said, you need to go to a family connect. And I was like, sure I do. Okay, let's go. So this is before we pulled up to connect. And she said, yeah, it's Christy Heffery. You know, I'll give you her number. You should meet with her. Well, I never connected. I never actually, you know, texted her because I was like, okay, we'll, we'll come to that path in a minute. But then um, shortly after, I went to women's prayer that week. And I, I never really get to go to women's prayer because I work. And so um, my schedule just doesn't allow for it, unfortunately. But I happened to go to women's prayer this week. And the person that I prayed with at the end was the lady that was co-leading with Christy. So then naturally, Christy's like, well, uh, it was actually, um, oh my gosh, what is her name? Jessica, Jess Muller. And she had said, um, I'm going to introduce you to Courtney. I'd met Courtney that day. I heard about her journey. And then she introduced me to Christy. I was like, okay, God, I see what you're doing, but we're just going to, we'll just, we'll just continue. You know, it's fine. But then I, then Christy got my number and I don't, I don't think it was more than two hours later. She had texted me and had said, Hey, here's all the info of connect. would love to see you on Sunday. So I was like, okay. And then between Eric in the hallways, you know, in the lobby saying, you need to come to connect to Jesse. It was like, okay, we can't get away from this. And God, I see what you're saying. You don't want me to sit in my brokenness. So I guess I have to do something about this. So what do we do? We go to connect. And obviously I see what God was doing, but when we arrived to connect, I'll be honest, we pulled up, we were probably 15 minutes early and there was nobody out there yet. And so we, we literally pulled in the street and I was like, let's just go drive around the block. Like, let's just wait until somebody gets there. Nobody wants to show up, right? And nobody be there because it's awkward, especially us. It's our first time there. Like, no, I'm not doing that. So um, we, we drive around the block probably 10, 15 times. I think we ended up showing 15 minutes late because we wanted to wait for people to get there. And I was uncomfortable. And I'm going to encourage you. Mark said this too. You're going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel weird. You don't know anybody, but you've just got to keep saying yes. And I would say, and I'm just going to be really honest with you in our journey, right? So I would say I didn't necessarily leave that connect feeling pumped about life. Like, yes, I've made my lifelong friends. But I had made just enough of connection that it was allowed me to say yes to the next time. So I chose that, okay, you know what? It, it, it made just a little bit of a, a movement on me that I was willing to say, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do that again. And so that's all I kept doing. And that's all you have to keep doing is just saying yes. Find that little bit of a moment in there that gave you hope and just say, you know what, I'm going to keep saying yes to this. But I didn't say yes just to keep going. I said yes to meeting people, to hanging out with people, to sharing my story. And our stories sometimes are not easy to share because we've been through life. We have hard things. We have difficult things that we've been through. But it chose, I had to share my story because my healing was in that. My healing was in that. And there was times that I had struggled. I struggled with fear, shame, you name it. Every little adjective in the book, I, or I, I struggled with it because I did because that's what God took me through. But behind me, God had said, every time you say yes, I'm healing your heart. So there's things that we all need healing from. And do you know it's just a yes away? It's just a yes away saying, I'm going to choose to get connected. I'm going to choose to get connected. Fast forward to here we are. We are leading a connect. We're helping Christy and Eric, helping launch connects, do this connect season. We're helping in DNA. And it's incredible the journey that God's been taking us on. I have some of the best friends that I've already talked about. I have nothing to hide. I get to just be me. And as a pastor for 15 years, I felt like my whole life sometimes was hidden. And that's not a good feeling to have. Now I can genuinely say there are people that know, and I'm looking at some of them so specifically because they know our story in and out. And there's freedom in that. There's people that need to know your story. 
The Bible says, I am overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. It's the word of your testimony. That's how you get healing as you share your story. So finally, I came to an understanding what it means to be known. What it means to be known. That's such a hard thing because a lot of us don't want to be known. But it's in those moments that God can really do the healing that he needs to do. And then naturally from that, once you become known, you all of a sudden realize that you're loved and you're wanted and you're all these things. And those are just a natural given once people know you because they love you and they want to walk the journey of life through you. If they didn't, they'd be long gone. They wouldn't be part of Awaken, if I'm honest, because this is just the Awaken journey, right? This is what they take you through. And so here we are. I'm able to serve out of who I am, not out of what people need from me so refreshing if I could even tell if you gosh I can't even tell you the life that that gives me but not only I'm going to go back and read this scripture in um, first Peter it says but not only what I've learned from what it's I've also now learned from a healthy perspective what it is to be needed so first I had to be known loved and then wanted and now I realize you know what there is a place for me in God's house I'm not canceled I'm not exiled from the house of God because the journey that we've been on but God actually does need me Each of you should use whatever gifts you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace. Faithful stewards of God's grace. I'm not here because I did all the check marks. I did it because of God's grace. That's why I'm here. And then here's the next caveat. Is connect is not just about you becoming known, but it's about you helping others become known. We all have this phase in life where we need to become known, but that's not meant for us just to keep inside. That is meant to take it and to help others feel what you needed to feel a long time ago. And that's why I'm here. That's my passion this morning is that I, so many people in this house took time to get to know me. And now you know what? I want people, I want people to know that I want to know them. I want to love them. I want to walk them through their journey. I want them to know that I am with them and for them and who can be against you because God has people around you for a reason and for a purpose. And there's some of you that in here that have found your crew of people. You're comfortable. Why would I go to a connect? Because I got my friends. Even my kids have their friends. We're actually really quite content in the journey here at Awaken. But the reality is, is it doesn't stop at wanted. God needs you. God needs you to step up and take what you've gotten here at Awaken, take in what you've gotten from him. And he needs you to love on somebody. There's a whole area, Carlsbad, Bressy, in this whole area, Vista, San Marcos, Oceanside. There are so many people in this city that are not known. God's called us to know them. He's called us to reach them. He's called us to love them. He's called us to hear their story. There are people here that are confused and lost. In fact, I was talking to somebody in DNA. I can say she's not here because she's in DNA. So, um, and she was like, you know, I don't even know why I'm here, but I know that I'm not, I'm no, I know I'm not open to people. But she's like, this is my first step. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure it out is what she said. And I just thought that was such a beautiful picture of just somebody willing to say, you know what, I'm scared, I'm nervous, I'm anxious, I'm all these things. But despite what my previous life said I should be, I'm not going to be that. And I'm going to choose to step into all that God has for me. So you know what I'm doing is I'm going to own it and I'm going to go and get to know her. And I'm going to help her get plugged into a connect group because that's what's going to make a difference for her. Connect isn't just about getting people connected. It's about you fulfilling the mission God has called you to do. It's your mission. It's not Pastor Samuel and Katie's mission. It's not Christy and Eric's. It's not mine and Jesse's. It's your mission. 
God's given you a mission. You can make a difference. You can make an impact. Galatians 5.13, for you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but love through serving one another. You got your freedom. Why can't other people have theirs? And you have the ability to bring that freedom to somebody partnered with the Holy Spirit. But don't leave your freedom just for you, yourself, and me. Do it for other people. I'm just going to have everybody stand to your feet because I want to pray for you this morning. I'm going to share a scripture in Matthew chapter 9. And it says, as Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting in the tax collector's booth. And he said to him, follow me. And Matthew got up and followed him. If I can encourage you today, this is not the moment for you to say, what am I thinking? Just make the decision. What's the, um, oh my gosh, Tom Cruise movie. Why am I drawing him? Top Gun. What's he say? Don't think, just do. And today I just want to encourage you with that. Don't think, just do. Matthew didn't think about following Jesus. Jesus said, just get up. And Matthew just gets up and he goes. And I just want to encourage you today, just get up and go. Find somebody in the lobby that has a green shirt on. Go to the connect table, fill out that card, whatever it is. But don't just, don't think about it. Just get up and go do because God has something special for you. And so I just want to pray for you, whether you're in a position of, you know what, like, I'm not known here. In fact, maybe, maybe you're new here. Maybe you just got here. Or maybe you've been here for a little bit and you're having a hard time finding your place. I want to pray for you. But maybe there's those of you too that, you know what, I've gotten comfortable and complacent with where God has me, but I'm ready to step into the mission that God has called me to. And I just want to pray for you guys this morning. God, I just thank you so much for every person in this room. I thank you for the journey that you have them on. I thank you that you brought him, them here today to hear this word, to hear what you have for them. And Lord, I just pray that hearts would begin to soften even right now, Lord God, that they, even if there's a little bit of closed offness, Lord God, that you would just remove it right now. And I pray that their eyes would be open, God, to the things that you have for them. And it's just one yes at a time. And God, I pray today would be their yes. And God, I pray for those people in this room that have gotten maybe just a little bit complacent. They've gotten comfortable with where they're at. And God, I just pray that right now you would just stir something up in their heart and say, you know what? I've got you. I'm going to use you. I want to, you are needed in the house of God. You are needed to reach people. And I just pray, God, that they would own it, that they would lead today knowing that they're called and that there would feel such an, just your Holy Spirit would just be behind them, that they would feel empowered to do everything that you've called them to do, that they wouldn't be scared or hinder, but God, that they would just run after you. Lord, I thank you for today, and I thank you for Connects. I thank you for the life-changing that they've been to me, and there's so many. There, you have so much more for everybody else in this room. Lord, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.